great, you know, sort of uh, catching up again. I remember, you know, the last time we wanted just to sit and have uh, something about uh, to share with, with people was back in March 2019, where you explained the principles of, of investing and you highlighted a lot of things that could be ahead of us. And now here we are post-COVID, some of these things that you highlighted are happening. Uh, but the, I think, you know, the more interesting thing to me is how people sort of manage their own lifestyle, the uh, culture, which obviously, you know, we both pay attention to from starting from our, our families to you've built it in your business. And now I am looking also to build it in my business. But when I kind of, you know, just step back and reflect on all of that, look how, you know, we showed up in your shop back early in the 90s. You've had a different shop than the typical uh, asset managers that were sitting in a corporate world, large offices and what have you. And now, you know, we're sitting here in a relaxed sitting, talking about how your team can also help me in building a culture that we both have sort of evolved in learning how to do things. Well, um, so it's nearly 30 years ago, well, I'd say nearly 30 years ago. Um, and so we've had a journey together. Yes, sir. And, and so when I think about it, I, th I think meaningful work and meaningful relationships. Okay, we've evolved. We know what we're like, each other. We have created the, the respect, the accomplishments. I have given you, you have given me many things in that meaningful work and meaningful relationships in that journey. And that's what your journey is with the people that you're working with. So what I've been able to give you, and not just me, what Bridgewater has been able to give you, has been dependent on how we are with each other. And so here we are today, as we look back and saying, for you, for Liwa, um, it's so important to know how you should be together in order to have excellent work and excellent relationships and to be proud of what you have given each other and then to have the joy of what we have experienced to be able to be at this spot and look back on that and say, wow, that was great. So I'm very excited to be here today to talk to you, with you, about not only that journey, but the things we've learned along that journey that have helped us. And what a coincidence that now that I've, I've started sort of thinking about uh, rolling out what culture I would like to have for, for Liwa and uh, using your principal's team to do that, and we, we get this chance to uh, discuss this before we started. So I would like, you know, just to go back now, as, as I was uh, yeah, driving to come here, I was thinking how when we started interacting together back in the 90s and you, were, and you were kind to share with us some of the things that you were putting in your firm. And I remember back in those days, the, what, uh, uh, we, what we learned from the consultants in uh, picking managers is you need to pay attention to the four Ps performance, and process, philosophy, and people. And people, obviously, you know, people used to get in, 
uh, pay attention to where people went to school and all of that stuff. But I don't think there was an appreciation of people working together and the nature of the culture that exists in a firm. Fast forward, you know, uh, you decided to uh, start sharing your principles on how to manage a firm. And you published the, the book. And of course, prior to that, you shared with us that dot collector uh, on a, on, when the iPad came out. I, I remember that and also the personality test which has always you know, kind of amazed me. And it came at a time when I got a chance to participate in setting up a new organization in, back in 2007. And then fast forward 2017 when I decided to set up uh, Liwa with uh, Khalifa, you released the book. Uh, and then uh, last year you decided to uh, offer the dot collector on Zoom and then I found out from one of the guys working with us is that you have, you're now offering it as to help companies uh, to walk them through how to discover their culture that they want to do and how to sort of put it in action. So with that, you know, uh, maybe if you can just give me just a, a reminder of how you came up with the, with the dot collector and then I want to ask you about how can I really kind of discover the culture that we want to have and how we can let it, let it, let it become now a feedback on, on creating the, that culture so we can all learn, learn together as an organization? Well, you know, all those things that you uh, listed over through a time is just a function of what I wanted or want. That's this meaningful work and meaningful relationships through radical truthfulness and radical transparency. Like, how do I want to be with you? We've known each other in different capacities. A business capacity, you were hiring managers. As a friendship, as a reverse, I'm now investing with you. And we have all of that. The issue is, how do you want to be with each other? And how do you want to be with each other or with the people that you're working with? So for me, this meaningful work and meaningful relationships through radical truthfulness and radical transparency helps people have um, the personal development and succeed as a group, right? So I, it's that, right? It's that way of operating, that you're on a mission together. So if, if you and the people that you're now building out in your group want to be on a mission together to achieve excellence and to have that excellent relationship and excellent, then you will need things. And I needed things. Like I needed to have everybody truthful. I needed to, over a period of time, collect dots of what people are like. Okay, so we have exchanges. And so I needed a tool to bring that out. So I created the dot collector so that there could be communications and everybody honestly conveying, how do you think what's going on? Because it's stuck in people's heads. You know, it's all going on in their heads and they never bring it out and put it on the table and look at it together. So knowing what people are like, that's why the personality profile test is so important. You know what you're like, bring it out, understand it yourself and understand the relationship. So bring it to the surface, discuss it, and then be on this meaningful work and meaningful relationships trip together. So that's all the tools that you're referring came because of a desire to have 
that kind of a culture. And so, uh, you know, you, uh, you said something interesting that you, wanna, you want to bring it up. And I guess, you know, people have to see the, the virtue of bringing things, uh, sharing, sharing what, what is going on in their, in, in, in their head. So is that a, a culture that you defined? You said, this is what I want. I want everybody to share what is going on in their head. Or they bought into it from the interaction. Uh, a lot of people come and they don't understand it. Okay. But then um, through writing it down and operating it, they understand it. Once they understand it intellectually, they know it's good for them. They know the good, it's good for the organization. You want to beat your competition. You want to be Excel. You want to have the great relationships and do excellent work. This will get you there. And I could explain why the logic is there. And then mentally, you have to get yourself to, used to doing it. And that's, so they then wrestle with themselves. They get it intellectually. Okay. And I want to make sure that I convey to you, and well, you know it, but also to convey to the people who are listening why intellectually, why this thing makes better personal development and makes a much better organization and gives you the joy of excellence in work and excellence in relationship. But if you get that, then you have, then you realize that you um, have a challenge with yourself. Because we're, we're raised in a world in which it's the opposite, okay? You're raised in a world in which you having weaknesses is something that makes you uncomfortable and that other people don't like to, uh, you know, we don't want to talk about weaknesses or we don't want to talk about um, disagreement. We don't like disagreement. But yet, if you think about it, um, the power of knowing your strengths and weaknesses so that you can develop better, personal development is better, and that also uh, your organization is going to be much more effective. Put the right people in the right jobs, okay, to operate that way is better personally and better for the organization to understand weaknesses, to understand what you don't know. There's a great power. What you don't know is much greater than what you do know. And once you start to realize how you, um, how do you get in sync about what's true how do we get in sync about what's true? So in most organizations, and it goes back before organizations, but in most organizations, um, people um, will hold critical thoughts and operate politically, mm -hmm. and they won't resolve the issues and get at the truth. The truth, understanding what's true, is a fundamental step in being able to be better, right? So intellectually, that's it. And it starts from kids in, in school. You know, follow this rule and follow this rule, and I have to be terrific in all ways. But people aren't. That's why I have, so that's why I had the Principles U test, which is free for everybody, to help them understand what they're like. Because if you understand your nature and you understand what's true by getting in sync, you have a closer relationship with people, not a less close relationship, because you can be truthful as long as there's caring. It's like tough love. You know, if you have tough love, it's a, it's a good thing. So 
people don't come that way, but once they get it, um, it you, a certain percentage it's not for. A certain percentage, once they get it, they can't work anywhere else. And they can't work anywhere else because any other environment seems very political, it seems very dishonest, and they don't have the quality of the relationships. They come into the organization and it's very functional. Okay, we'll do these things and we'll make money together and I'll go home and I'll have all of those things and they won't have those honest, developmental, that almost extended family in which you can be tough with each other. So, uh, so, so from what I hear from you is that the person have to buy into this way of thinking as in feeling comfortable taking away the insecurity as in, you know, if I start showing my true traits and look at what am I good at, what I'm not good at, the organization I'm working with will not sort of label me as weak guy. No, they will, they will make sure I, I fit where, where, where I fit. And if I don't fit anywhere, then I will accept it and move on with my life. Right. You, you, you together can be natural. You can be you. And I can be me. And we could look at it together. And we could say, okay, you have these strengths and these weaknesses. Because everybody does. It's your nature to have these things. Okay, now it's, so it becomes a mutual self-discovery process. And then you say, okay, now I can supplement you. I can have you work with somebody who's strong where you're weak. Because then they can take advantage of your strengths where they're weak. You know, and, and so it's a self-discovery process. It's truthful, okay. right? If you know what's true, and then you can build on it, and you can personally evolve. How tough is it to get people to be, to get them to that stage of being objective and not wasting time, he said, I said? Um, you ha it, it, it depends how well you do it, okay. right? <laughs> Having been doing this for a long time, um, I know how to do it. Um, and I would say certain things, so recommendations. I would recommend you um, have some of the tests the, and the, the, the cases. Okay. You go into a case, we, we do this for training. You go into a case and here's a situation, it's like, a, it's reality TV, it's a real Bridgewater case. You go into it and now the people are interacting. And then it will ask you questions. Um, how do you react? How do you feel? What is it like? What do you think should happen? Okay, so there's elements of training that's, that happen from that. Then there's elements of communication if it's uncomfortable, like on the dot collector. Dot collector's great, okay? It gives you the opportunity to give that feedback and, and then you see how people see things differently. Um, but you have to show them how to do it and, and make them understand it. It's a little bit like um, if you were going to, I don't know, a health and fitness program. You wanna to go to a health and fitness program. Maybe initially it's not the thing, but as soon as you start to get it, we, uh, we call it getting to the other side. You know, people come to Bridgewater, they're very excited, great firm, I've heard all about it. And then they go through this process and then coming to the other side they wouldn't want it any other way. But it takes, oh, it takes getting used to. They need to get to the, to, to the other side. Now, you know, the dot collector to me, what caught my attention, 
uh, in this is that because we started having giving feedback to the presenter in our investment committee and we saw a, a lot of improvements in the in, in the process like you give him feedback then the next investment committee improves on it and then it occurred to me that probably you know in the dot collector now i can take that example and then obviously ha obviously have have the, the guy presenting, giving me feedback as the other guy interacting, and I want to start with myself, who's leading this effort, but then I want to replicate this in when we go to do a presentation to an investor, how, how our preparation, what did the guy miss, what did I miss, and what happened. So that feedback, I understand. No, let me okay. pause you on okay. this, because probably what you don't understand, I want to make sure I okay. make it, but you maybe do understand okay. it, is when somebody's giving somebody feedback, the question is, the person receiving the question, is that true or not? So just because you're giving me feedback doesn't mean it's true, and I might not accept it's true. Okay. Okay? When you're operating in the dot collector and you have the honesty mm -hmm. and you see it from all different perspectives, it raises the question of what's true, okay, in that one case. When you do it over a period of time and it has an accumulation mm -hmm. so that you now see a number of people are saying that and it is happening over time, there's a going through a process of thinking about what is true about how I'm behaving and what I'm good at and what I'm not good at, right? So very different than feedback, than normal feedback. Right? It's because you're collecting now more data. Statistically, it's more significant. It's okay. triangulated from different people. Okay. And it happens over time. And then you have a conversation. So is it true, based on this, is it true that what my view is or what somebody else's view of you is right? And, you, and, and then we say, how do we find out together? Okay. okay. So how do we find out together? Well, let's run this test or let's run that test. And so it's an objective means of trying to find out what's true about what people are doing well or not. And, and so it's very powerful that way. And it also means that there's constant feedback. You know, these annual reviews are stupid things, right? And, uh, okay, like, there's all these day-to-day -day reviews. This is, uh, uh, this is a, a real time, you know, 360 review every day, every, every moment. Mm -hmm. So people come back from uh, after looking at that, and they look at what was my day's uh, in, uh, review from all of these people. What are they telling me? And so there's no out of syncness. Mm -hmm. So in other words, they'll come back and they say, well, what about this? And, what? and so the boss or the, everybody kind of becomes in sync on a daily basis. And with that, then, um, the, you know, where the, one of the greatest complaints is people say, an annual review, everybody's trying to remember it. All that annual review should be is all the dots that are collected over a period of time. So, so you, what you're describing, so it becomes a seamless thing. So like you, you and I, you know, interacted today, and by the end of the day, I, I gather my thoughts and I give you my... In real time. Uh, in, okay, in real time. Because it's, uh, uh, real time mm -hmm. is, is really great. Even almost at the end of the day, trying to recollect the thoughts is almost not the same. I so, see, okay. so, so what I'm really going through, I'm going through a meeting mm -hmm. with you, and I can go bump, bump, bump. 
That's all I need to do, okay. right? Okay. I identify you, the dot collector works, touch the thing that identifies you. I touch the trait that I want to convey. Mm -hmm. And I go, you know, up, down, boom, boom, boom. And Collect okay. it like that. Now I get I get now I get then to see this and agree or disagree with you or Yep, you, you can do what you want with okay. it as it's collected. Okay. You can come back afterwards. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. But you know what the guy's honestly thinking. Honestly. You know what everybody's honestly okay. thinking. Wow. Mm -hmm. okay. Woo! Okay. So Feedback, real time okay. on all those things. Mm -hmm. Wow. And then you could ask questions. Of course the dot collector has other features, mm -hmm. right? The other features are, um, you ask a group of people, you're, you're in a conversation. You know one of the great problems is, you're bottlenecked by only the person who speaks. Yeah. You're in a meeting. Okay. You don't know what anybody's thinking other than maybe you've got a bit of knowing what they're thinking of what, what the speaker thinks. Mm. You can, in that process, say, what do you think about that? And then you're getting what everybody thinks about it, right? And it's all organized in a way. And then you can turn your attention to somebody and you could then say, oh, let me bring you out and so on. So rather than it all being bottlenecked in their heads, mm -hmm. it's all there for you to see on an ongoing basis. So how do they get comfortable with going to the dot collector and giving feedback or, or Getting it out of their head. Habit. Okay. okay. Habit is the main thing that we do. Mm -hmm. You know, and habit needs a, a couple of things. Um, first, you have to um, know that it gives you a reward, not a penalty, right? It gives you a reward. Okay. And then you have to get in the habit of doing it and doing it easily. Mm -hmm. So sometimes, for example, in a meeting, you may pause, uh, I may pause, you may pause, and you say, let's collect dots. Mm -hmm. Let's just take a couple of minutes and collect dots. Okay. And you allow everybody to do that. Mm -hmm. And then um, you explain to them that this is your opportunity to speak up. This is your opportunity to be honest. Mm -hmm. okay. okay, and you appreciate that, right? And you appreciate critical feedback too. Mm -hmm. And you learn through the dot collection, we built the computer behind the dot collection that can figure out how you think, not just by the feedback that you're given, but by the feedback you give. In other words, when you're giving feedback okay. and somebody else is giving different feedback, the interesting question is, why are they different? Mm -hmm. So the computer having a database behind you can know because of all this accumulated data. I know a lot about you and so what I know about you and what I know about the other people tell me these things and it raises to you. Okay, interesting. interesting. So you accumulate a fabulous amount of data. So the fact that you have now the data then if you start seeing a different behavior then you can see like why is, why is this behavior now changing? So, so let me turn now on another question. So do you see people evolve when they go through this process? Oh, tremendously. Okay. Tremendously. They evolve in two ways. They evolve in a way 
that allows, enables them to express themselves. Mm -hmm. And they evolve in a way that lets them evolve by getting feedback. Okay. Because, you know, I do believe that, you know, and that's what I, that, that's where I always start is that, you know, I think, you know, I don't want to judge someone until I have all the rights, right ingredients in place to see how, how he behaves and whether he, and I do believe people evolve. So I'm hoping that when you implement this dot collector and you go into the, the, the whole process of understanding what culture we want to have or what culture we have and how we want to evolve, that people also have the ability to grow. Yes. So there are two ways. I think most people make the mistake of thinking that they, can, that they will excel by changing. And in some cases, you can't change your nature or you can't change your psychology as much as you can work with people who are strong where you're weak. Okay. Right? So if I was to, there's different ways of thinking. You know, when I give that personality profile test, principles you, mm -hmm. and so on. There's a lot of that is your nature, right? Okay, sure. Um, the forces of nature have given different people different ways of thinking, different approaches to thinking. It's your nature. You're probably not going to change your nature. Um, what, but what you do know is, ah, I see others that's their nature, that's my nature, and that's their skills, that's my skills. How do we work together so that you could succeed in life regardless of what skills you have, regardless of what your nature is? Okay. Right? Mm. Okay. That's very powerful mm. because it means anybody can succeed. Anybody can succeed. Why? Because they don't have to have it all in them. They have it, they can get it from different places, right? That's a power. That's a power I know for myself and, and for anybody. So once they get that and they're going through, that means, um, and, and I did the um, um, a principles, a short video, 20 minutes, principles for success. Yeah. I, I, I recommend people watch the principles for success because it conveys that element where you, 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 the different ways of thinking and how advent, you, advantageous that is. Because you can't make yourself think differently than you are thinking. But I guess, I guess you know, then the, just going back to the evolution as in, so I know what's my weakness, I know what's your strength and vice versa. So if we are operating in this environment, working for the common good of this environment that we are all part of, then we get to then evolve and excel at what we do. Of course. Okay. Because think about it this way. Being ignorant about your weakness mm -hmm. is not going to go very, very good. Right? Okay. It'll never deal with it. But if you have something that's a weakness and you say, I don't want it to be a weakness or I want to succeed despite my weakness, okay. then you will. Okay. But then you have to coexist in, a, in this environment that we, we are just describing, whereby I have Ray protecting my back because of my weakness and vice versa. And, right. And you will be natural. You can be you. So you, you, you do your natural thing. OK, 
Okay, but then how do you? So, so this is this is this is this is also you know uh, something that. So I I like to have chaos because it brings creativity in my mind. But at the same time, you wanted to exist within an organization, like to get things going. So how do you do that balance? Because you know, too much rigidity. You go above everything. You know, in other words, like you're thinking your organization. Yeah. Okay, so I'm hearing Hashem likes chaos and likes to do that. Mm. You're probably working with somebody who likes order. Mm -hmm. You probably need some chaos and some order. And then, and then, okay, now how do you work? And then you go above it and you look down on your machine and you say, how do I want my machine to work? Right? Okay. So how does Hashem's creativity through chaos work with somebody's order and so on in the best possible way for that machine to work well? Okay. So that you do not frustrate the very structured guy with somebody who is chaotic. Well, by going up above it, because if you're running an organization, you're designing and building a machine. It's a machine. So when you go above it, you're no longer looking at Hashem just doing that. You go above yourself, okay. and you would go above your organization. And you say, for the organization to be effective, well, Hashem wants to do this, this guy wants to do this, and but how should it work so it works the right balance between him helping him to do that to be successful? Okay. So I want to turn now a bit to the, 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 the feedback bringing creativity, as in, you know, okay, it's not just a feedback of how, how, am I, how, how did I do in this meeting, what are new learning to be done, but also how can people think about better ways of doing something. Like, for example, you know, uh, 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 my colleague, you know, has told me, let's, let's, let's be environmentally friendly and go to, 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 to a meeting with a with an investor with iPads. And the first thing that came to my mind, no, you know, actually, I've seen it, it, it doesn't work, what have you. Then I, 10 minutes later, I have a fund manager coming in, and he had iPads. And in the meeting, I, con I pictured the use of the iPad, how cool it is. I came out of the meeting, I told them, oh, that's a great idea. Now, of course, naturally, people observing me, they say, what a guy who is sort of, he keeps changing his mind. To me, I saw this as a good opportunity. Now I saw it uh, 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 lively that it, that it kind of works. So I want to see how the, fee, the, the, the dot collector can also spur people to come up with, with creative ideas. Or am I jamming too much into the, 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 the dot collector? Hmm? Um, the dot collector uh, gives you ongoing understanding of what's true and what and make the mistakes data. Okay. So there's the dot collector. There's another tool which I call the issue log. The issue log is if anything goes wrong, it's logged. Okay. Okay. And and so I found that. Uh, so it's another tool. There are different tools. Mm. Um, but so now you have data. Mm -hmm. When you have data, you have truth. And the other thing that you I've learned about data is that you can program the data and the decision-making to interact directly. So another very powerful thing is that um, 
as you know, I think about my criteria for making decisions, and I try to then put those in algorithms so that the computer will make the decisions automatically for me, operating simultaneously. So by doing that, by writing down principles and then converting that, you can have an interaction. So even when you're collecting all this data and you would say, oh, I've read the data and now I want to reply, you can have the computer reply. Okay. And you can build almost an automated management system. So what happens is um, there's different collections of data and the question is, who does what with it, right? Okay. So when you're thinking about creativity and you think about that, you'll be able to find out who is creative, who isn't creative, in what ways are they creative, because there are different types of creativity. Mm -hmm. And so that information will enhance creativity, but it really depends on what you do with the information. Okay. Because I also, I also think, or I'm hoping that, I do discover new skills in, in people. Yes, it, of course may, you maybe, will. Yeah, maybe things pe people don't know about what they have. Hmm? That's right. Because hmm. you have the data, and they have the sample size, and it's truthful. The, to, if you do the principles you test, I think it takes like 20 minutes. Find out how much you discover about people in 20 minutes. Now imagine it's part of your regular operation, periodically. Whew, you will discover a lot. That discovery is very powerful. What's the, from your experience, what's the sort of compounding effect of people themselves discovering new things about them and, and, and really opening up more? It's gigantic. It is, it, it, it's a whole rate of change versus staying almost the same. It's like learning. Mm. What's the compounded effect of learning? Okay. Right? Mm. Versus not learning. Mm. You don't learn, you don't change, you have not. Learn, create a steep, and what's the most important thing about to learn about? Yourself. How do you manage the, 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 the fact that you want to drive, you're the captain, you're driving this thing to a goal, so like as you said, you go above to look at the big picture. And, but by the same token, in keeping people encouraged to give you feedback and, and to tell you exactly what they feel. But that's one and the same. Because it's all in getting in sync, hmm. right? I mean, first of all, I, I, I know myself, you know, in running the company, first, I don't know what's right. What makes me say necessarily what? Because I'm the boss, I know necessarily what's right. So that's how you stop. This is, this, this is the thinking. Part. I mean, I know where I'm going and so on, but you, you want a great power. Um, it's stress test your opinions. Don't be so confident that you know what's right. Okay? okay? That, uh, the markets have taught me this, right? It teaches you humility. Yes. <laughs> so you want to take it from I believe it's right to I have stress tested it and I think it's right. Okay, now I'm going to raise my probability of being right, because I can do that. Uh, but second, even if that wasn't the thing, mm -hmm. if I'm ha working with other people and they don't think it's right, 
and they don't verbalize it, mm -hmm. that's real bad. Okay. Because they're thinking to you, you're off doing this thing. They're all chatting mm -hmm. about how you're off the race, you know, off the doing it the wrong way and so on. And there's not the interaction. So it's not good for them. Mm -hmm. And you're not exchanging your thinking. It's like I'm going that direction. They just know you're going in that direction and you haven't exchanged why you're doing it. And so t for you and them together to understand why brings you into it together and it raises you to the higher level. And that also means that you have an idea of meritocracy. Like for me, always, um, anybody could challenge me on anything and I'll be in front of all the people, 1,500 people. Challenge me on anything and let's talk about it. And I don't view it as a fight. I view it as, okay, here's what I think about it. Here's what you think about it and so on. Those experiences are always invaluable, okay? Mm -hmm. Because there's an understanding of that. That doesn't mean I have to do what you tell me to do, because at the end of the day, but I can, you know, you're, you can decide what you want to do. But that process of saying, I have to lay it out, uh, let you see it, let you do the exchange, means that you come away with a level of understanding and a sense of power to express oneself. Because otherwise, if you're just blind followers, they're just blind followers, they won't learn as much. You won't get as much leverage. Only stupid people just follow. I mean, in a sense, right? You want people who can understand and you're in sync and you could say, I can trust that person to make an excellent decision. And the only way you're going to do it is that type of communication, I believe. Uh, the challenge, and that's why now I've reached to your team in engaging them for this mandate is, is I think, you know, when you're growing and you want to do, and is, so, so you start on this growth trajectory and then you see all these different opportunities and you want to sort of, you know, capture them. So the, again, you know, the people who want to do things the structure or the corporate way, they want to, you know, measure in a measured way, do the full research and what have you. And sometimes you just see the opportunity and you want to... You, you, right. You, different people think yes. differently. Yeah. I encounter this all the time. Yeah. And then somebody in a discussion, somebody brings up this point and they wait on that point and they don't know how to weigh the pros and the cons and you get into all of that. Yes, I understand. So, so, so how do you sort of like, how do you bring in a process that keeps that that you know momentum strong versus being bogged down but by the same token not not going too wild well I I, I did it in two ways um, first of all you have to decide how much time you're going to do to whatever and there's an like the 80 20 you can cover the things quickly if you know how to manage it to, to sort that out but also through all of this I developed these believability ratings in other words, you take the data and you okay. take others, and then they would say, Hashem's believability in this dimension is greater than this person's believability in that dimension. Because when I, when I want to make a decision, and I have a group of people around me, and I want to make a decision, um, if I know that there are people in that group who are better decision makers better than I do, mm -hmm. I want them to be able to make that decision. I don't want to be the one who is, I want just the best decision wherever it comes from. Okay, in the area of expertise. And whatever it is, yes. Yeah. Okay. And so somebody might say, I know the, um, Hashem's intuitive. Mm. 
And so you establish. In other words, you have a conversation. Look, I think, um, I think you're too um, trying to get everything perfect. Mm. And you're not as intuitive in that, and you'll lose the opportunity. So you have a conversation about that. And then they say, whereas this. And you say, okay, let's try it. So let's see how it goes. And people over a period of time will identify what you're strong at and what you're weak at. And then they will relate that. And so you will understand what your position. So, oh, if the intuitive guy, okay, that's right. Let's go with the intuitive guy. We don't have to analysis paralysis. Okay. Right? Because mm. you are bringing up all of that ability, you know? Mm. It's a great basketball player, okay? He's, he could make those shots. I don't, you know, and then they could understand it. So that's, the, you know, that's, and these believability ratings help because it says, um, look, you take the data and you say, I've triangulated that he is great in creativity. And it, because on that dot collector, it'll say creativity. And it'll see Hashim, and, you know, or the equivalent of intuitive. Boom, you put that as one of the ingredients. And so you hit that and they will notice and you will see it and the evidence will be clear. And that's why, that, and that's the better way. Because if you don't do it that way, then it's autocratic, all autocratic. Okay. So now you can have it go as far as you want. Yeah. I mean, I don't want this to sound like it's totally black and white, although I do it in the way that I describe, it's pretty extreme. Um, but, um, so you can do it whatever degree you want, you know? So you can have the dots, you look at it, you build on it. The thing is to have an idea meritocratic culture. And I guess, uh, I guess, you know, dealing with different age groups and different levels of energy, that would also unite people together or, or like, like, in other words, you know, the, the, uh, uh, the mature guy who have seen different things going wrong versus the guy who, uh, who sees this, you know, active social media, uh, so trying different things. So would, would that approach... It just all comes up like, okay. what kind of person, how does it work, what do you know? And you would say, okay, that guy really understands what's going on in social media and how to deal with it. This person has had the wisdom of time and they've been through it before. It just brings out what is it, what, okay. what, what are you bringing? Great. I'm really excited to sort of uh, embark on this. And uh, thank you, by the way, for uh, the principles that you uh, uh, share every other day, because some of them, as I mentioned to you before, are very helpful in terms of, I think, my message is to anybody who's managing really a business to really pay attention to these things, because sometimes they are the solution to what one is currently facing. And uh, it's by no means, you know, that it has to be applied the same way, but it gives you a food for thought. Well, thank you for telling me that. I'm at the phase of my life where now I'm passing along the things that have been helpful to me, so it's a joy to know they're helpful. Thank you. Thank you.